0: We are back with Hannibal and Pedro. God damn it! I'm keeping it. In. I'm not going to even kick it out.
1: Hannibal and Pedro, I like it. Let's
0: go. You know what? It doesn't matter. But you know, <laughs> for algorithm's sake, the Pedro and Hannibal podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm with my good friend and homie Pedro. How are you doing today?
1: I'm great, man. We in the building. We got some hot topics today. I hope you guys are ready. I'm ready. I know Hannibal's ready. Let's get Let's get going, man. I'm good, bro.
0: We have so much to talk about that we were talking before you know, we went on air, like we may not even finish all the topics that we want to talk about because we know how we can get long-winded and rambly, but it's a lot of good uh topics. Who, us, me and you? Nah, bro. What
1: are you talking about? We don't we don't we don't talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, we're really lot. short. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have opinions here.
0: <laughs> yeah. T- there are gonna be some opinions flying out. So be prepared. But you know, before I even talked about this, but um I've been we've been listening to. When you're driving, you know, last week, like, you been listening Ooh. to anything interesting? Uh, hip-hop, yeah, yeah. Or even it doesn't really matter. Like, what you have been listening to in your car as you've been doing your thing? I know you you do other stuff, recording. Yeah, you yeah. those, but what are you listening to?
1: So, um, I listened to the Grateful Dead today, man. It's funny oh. you bring that up. I, I know, right? Um, I'm not a deadhead, as they call it or anything like that. But today, I was doing, like, ride share. And I was like, I want a different kind of vibe in my car. I'm picking people up. And a lot of that music is just, like, chill and mellow, and the guitars are good, and, like, It's like, it's just a different, I was like, well, I'm going to give it a try. I've heard some of their stuff before. So I was listening to that today. Um, But before that, I listened to um, the last couple of weeks. I listened to more of that Push Your T album we talked about a few weeks back. Some people are, I saw Tom Brady said something about it was the greatest album of the year too. I'm like, Tom Brady, what are you talking about, dude? Like, so I started listening to that again. (laughs) Um, Really, that's it. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had a lot of time to listen to Uh, whole albums i've been listening to like little singles and listen to a little dmx this week actually listen to a little bit of puff daddy um p diddy and a family album so those are the four or five things i've listened to in the last couple of weeks so pretty pretty generic
0: the one group that i've been listening to and this is old school i guess i'm still stuck in the 90s you know the uh the duo camp low
1: oh yes camp low oh yeah
0: uh Um, this is it um,
1: this is it.
0: What? It no, had a, legit a lot song, of really good songs, and Can't I was, I was just was going down. You know, you know, how Spotify and Apple Music. You know, once you listen to, you know, a few, they just keep hitting you. Yeah, they worked with a lot of people. Like yeah. a, they, you know, they're from the Bronx. Uh, came out, and I just looked up. Nineteen ninety five. from Yeah, the rock. I was a
1: I was a freshman in high school when that song came out. I remember, man. Like that uh, was that was. He's legit, like one
0: of those dude. those duos. You're thinking like, why? Wow, they, they didn't really get on as, it they didn't become as popular as you know other rap acts. But they worked yeah. with a lot of people. With La Soul, it with Pete Rock. I mean, they had Will Smith. I know. You. <laughs> they had a crack with Will Smith with a uh, Big Willie Stop when he was. I'll, the I'll, man. Leave, I'll leave him alone this week. Yeah, you leave him alone this week. But uh, yeah, I mean, if anyone's uh, interested, check out Camp Low. They yes. and then the cool thing about that song, "This Is It," Lucini, they were not rhyming. They were not rhyming. They, there was no rhymes. They were just yeah. spitting, and <laughs> it just point. worked for some reason. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it was pretty. That's I don't know. I've been that was in my car probably eighty five percent of the time. Just that's a great.
1: Out. That's a great. I forgot about that, but I remember that dude. That. The beat and just like it, it was good. And I, I, don't even really know anything be about them beyond that. To be honest, you know, like I didn't, I had the album, but I didn't. I don't know if they made a second or third, but I remember that track, man. That was a big deal. They've,
0: they've been, they, they, have some stuff, and it, it, they have a few albums. Uh, just yeah, check them out. I, they had a yeah, really good song, uh, "Bubbling," that they used um, Anita Baker's uh, "Caught Up" as a sample. Mm. Beautiful, man. I
1: love Beautiful. Anita Baker. My dad. My dad used to listen to Anita Baker. And oh, she's amazing. Man. She's amazing on every level, man. Like such a beautiful woman, beautiful voice. I mean, yeah, Anita Baker. We could we could probably do a whole RB podcast as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Like we, we're, we're gonna we have to get will, into there. <laughs> yeah. you know, hopefully, we get some women and they'll check yeah. us out. You know, because yeah. we we for everybody. But I guess the last thing I want to talk about of that why we like the 90s, the samples was from the 70s. And they had, like, the greatest, you know, soul yeah. singers, R&B singers, um, jazz magicians. Like, they had, like, such a strong bass. So when they sampled stuff from the 90s, it was basically from the, you know, 70s and 80s. It was just brilliant music because they already yeah. had great samples in there. So, yeah, I don't know. just that's my Good recommendation. Point. Check out Camp Low. Like it. Yeah. Uh, so... We're going to talk about some NBA. Now, I'm sure you guys have checked checked it, out lots of, you know, the summer league stuff. I've been checking out some games, mostly some highlights, mm-hmm. um, looking at uh, that tall, skinny guy. Chet. Dude, Tom, it's the it's,
1: it's, it's summer league, but he looks legit. He's a bucket, bro. He's a bucket. Kid, he's a bucket. He blocks. He plays. He's playing on every end of the floor, both ends. He, he You know, he's got the three ball. I mean he's he's a bucket. He's good. He's, he's I like good. him. Um Pablo
0: forgot his last name from yeah, magic. From, uh, he was uh, good. Yeah,
1: he only played a couple of games and they said, All right, you're good. We're sitting you down. We don't want you to get What what yeah.
0: what are they fighting for? What are you gonna do? You know? Yeah. Um, I like uh wiseman. I don't I, I think I think gonna oh, gonna repeat the that yeah. guy was, I mean I don't know if you saw some of his highlights. The bro, he's like he's definitely seven one, two fifty. I think he, 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 he's played Memphis,
1: but he only played a couple games in Memphis remember he got something happened at Memphis I don't know if he got in trouble he only played a couple games he was a big recruit yeah and Memphis landed him I think Penny Hardaway did and he only played a game or two and so he didn't really have a college career but
0: yeah but I think the one career. worry is the injury factor yeah um yeah. but if he could stay healthy I don't know
1: add <laughs> him to a championship team can you imagine That's, I mean I mean
0: this is the new generation I know you like it Seven footers hitting three pointers. Like I don't,
1: I don't mind it. I know you know <laughs> the skills, the skill set. I mean, the, this is how these guys are playing the, the AAU ball, and they're hitting the, You know, to stretch five. I mean, that's yeah. you know. He looked honest. confident when
0: he shot it. It wasn't oh, like yeah, a no. stat thing. He was like duh, 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 no. and his. I'm like. Dee.
1: I feel like the guy, the Chet guy, Chet Holmgren, I guess or whatever from the Thunder. They got yep. a nice young squad. That Josh Giddy kid, he's nineteen years old, the point guard. Yeah. He's got game, man. Yeah, um, uh, I mean, that's
0: gonna be a fun, a fun team to check out.
1: Yeah, I think the Thunder's what they've done is they they off they got rid of all their superstars over the last few years, and they stockpiled draft picks. And this is what you get now. The West is loaded, so they're gonna these young guys are gonna take their bumps. Okay, they're not gonna make the playoffs this year. I doubt no. that. But they have a really bright future. And I think, you know, the Thunder set up, there's still many pieces away. But I mean, it, it, they're on the up and coming, I think, with these young guys.
0: So. Which is great. I mean, yeah, I, I'm really actually, this is a pretty, seems like it's going to be a pretty good draft class. I got some really decent um, players coming out. And just, you know, like you were saying, championships, trying to get a good team together. The super the super team thing, you know, we all know how that's going to pan out. They still haven't traded uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I think I'll, it's a little, it looks like it's going to be a little bit difficult to do that because what you want with the Nets want for Durant, I don't know who is able to provide that for them. Yeah. But you have some players that you know, great players, uh, maybe top fifteen, at least in positions. Damian Lillard, you know, he decides to sign an extension for I think two, three years, or, like he's making a ton of money.
1: I think he signed an extension in another 2 years for like 100 and something million. Like 100 like 113 for 2 years. Like cause I was like what is
0: happening? I, I don't understand it's the money. It's man. just so crazy. And then Bradley Beal decides yeah. to sign a mega mega contract. Saint Louis boy. And, that, and that's the conversation that uh we will have right now in terms of loyalty, I guess mm-hmm. versus trying to get a championship. Um, it seems like Damian letter is a loyalty guy. He, he said that he, he doesn't want to try to find vote somewhere else to get a, you know, to get a winning team, get a ring, Bradley bill. I don't think anyone asked him. I think we all kind of realized that, you know, he just wanted the money, but maybe like, there's no way the wizards, is it? A, yeah. There's no way they're going to win anything. Like, I don't even know. Is Bradley bill. And who else?
1: Uh, uh, who else is on that team? I mean, there's nobody significant. Oh no, there's a co- they got a they got some play. They got a couple guys. They got one guy maybe. I don't Kuzma. They got Kyle Kuzma. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, was, they got they got was, Kyle Kuzma and the Wizards. They were better last year than they were the year before when mm-hmm. they had Westbrook, which was odd. Maybe not. Yeah. It was, but the record was better. They played better. They were in the playoff hunt um, at some point in the year. Um, but yeah. I... Yeah. It's tough, man. I mean, at the end of the day, like these guys are making so much money and you can't hate on that. Like, hey, they want to pay you an extra hundred plus million for two more years. It's hard to turn that down. You no, know, of course you mean, not. these guys are they're not young guys anymore. So they're looking like, OK, I'm going to maximize my financial situation so I can have generational wealth for years and years for my family. And so I, I get that part. Like, I i mean, I understand it. But where do you weigh it out? Your loyalty versus your legacy, right? Do you want your legacy to be your loyalty? Because, okay, well, I could probably stay here, make a lot of money. My chances of winning a chip with the Wizards and the Trailblazers is very low, less than 1%, right? This is not going to happen. But there is some maybe honor or integrity with staying with a team, you know? But at this, at this day and age in the NBA, everybody switches teams, right? Think about how mm-hmm. many teams LeBron's been on. James Harden, Kevin Durant, um, big names in the league, Right. Uh, but then you've got big names, guys like Lillard, Giannis. I could see Giannis staying with Milwaukee for his whole key, career. Bradley Beal. You know, you got other big names that are staying. The guy from Denver, J- Joker, Jokic, he'll probably, I could see him staying with Denver. He seems like that kind of guy, right? right? But like, you want to win a championship with the team that maybe drafted you or whatever. But does Lillard really want to be a champion? I don't think he does. Because if he did, he he would be somewhere else you know
0: perfect perfect way this yeah. yeah they
1: got to the western conference final a couple of years ago but they didn't do anything so he's never been to the finals um i think he could carry it not he can carry a team as far as to the western conference but you need another guy or two to get you past the hump and I, this kind of shows me these guys don't they don't want to win a championship i mean nice. they just they just don't and that's why i i feel like guys like lebron james Guys like maybe even K.D.E. People we give him crap for ring chasing, but he wants to win a chip as part of his legacy. He wants that. He he wants those trophies on the shelf, right? Yeah. And uh, it doesn't seem like some of these other guys really value that as much. And I don't know.
0: It's it, it, you know you can look at both sides and and Damien Litter and and when you are a professional anything, but especially an athlete, you are. You kind of, you you wherever you live, where you play is where you live. So if you have a family, it's hard to uproot the family to move to somewhere else. Um, some decide just to go, you know, like, okay, I'll keep my family where I spend majority of my career and I'll just travel. But then you're not going to see your kids. The yeah. NBA season is long, especially with the playoffs. So you can understand Damian Lillard saying, hey, I, I don't want to uproot my family. I'm going to stay here. Um, Bradley Bill maybe the same. I think I I feel like more Bradley Bill is like, wait, you gonna give me a quarter of a billion? I'll just that take much it. money. I'll take. Yeah, the I'll just take. Money. It. Maybe maybe
1: maybe our team gets better and I win one at the end of my career. Like th- these things are possible. You it's know, possible. Happen. It's, it happened. But
0: but like you said, uh, Wizards a little better. They have Kyle Kuzma, Damian like C.J. McCullough left. So John, like, where? Bro. How are you going to win? And then you're taking a good chunk of money. At least with Harden, Harden said, "I'll take less money. Let's try to find get some more talent up in here." Yeah, I just I think, like you said, everyone has different um, values, and there, you know, some values is more about staying there, being loyal. Even though I think the loyalty thing is kind of silly. Do you think I'm it's not all, loyal? they if you think they're
1: they're to want you. Do you right? think lo- loyalty is overrated in today's landscape of professional
0: sports? I would say. I would say yes because business is business. They yeah. could dump you in a second without even thinking about it. Especially these billionaires. These billionaires don't become billionaires by being necessarily emotionally attached. I think yeah. that's why, like, you know, I'm going a different sport. But Belichick, how how he's able to be so strong mm-hmm. in his coaching, he he makes it a purpose not to get too close to the players because if he because I think he's basically a GM. If he has to cut you. He doesn't want to have an emotional reaction to it so that he doesn't he's, he's super buddy, buddy yeah yeah so i think Damian, he, 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 he loves the community he doesn't care about winning a championship and that's okay it's kind of sad you wish like man you could and i guess he probably thinking i could bring people to portland i don't know if portland is the kind of a destination that people want to go
1: um, I don't feel like it's a big free agent. I mean, Carmelo went there a couple of years ago, but nobody wanted Carmelo. So he went there, kind of revived back his career a little bit, uh-huh. you know, and then he went to what? OKC okay, or was... I don't, anyway, he, and then he, he
0: bounced around.
1: And then he bounced around, but like he, he did OK with Portland. think he came off the bench. He did good. But yeah, it's not a destination and it really never has been. The Blazers haven't been to the finals since 92 when they played the Bulls and lost. So yeah. They had Drexler and uh, Terry Porter and Kevin Dunkworth. Like they had like Nobody. They had, head, had way Yeah, but they haven't done anything since then.
0: Right? Yeah, have draft, we have to draft well. You we got to draft well and make a winning team, but then hopefully people will stick around. Right, right. But I don't see it happening. Um, none of the free agents went to Portland. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure. I don't know if they even had the cap space. But yeah. in terms of free agency, which, which teams you felt like got stronger? I don't know. I still think, like me personally, I think it hasn't shaken out yet. Um, in terms of you know where Katie and Kyrie are going to go, that's going to kind of shift the balance. Those, all, those
1: those are the big chips.
0: Yeah. So like we're right now like a team like that did some free agent moves. You're like, okay, this is a solid team. They're going to able to do something in the playoffs.
1: Uh, Boston. They signed the the guard from the uh, the Pacers, and I think that that's a big. You know, he plays. He's going to fit into a real them. point guard. <laughs> yeah. He, well, Smart's a real Smart's defensive, I and mean, he's he's a defensive guy. He's not a traditional point guard in my opinion, but they got stronger at a position where they, they needed a little bit. Hmm. And I think that's going to help them. Uh, he's going to f- Malcolm Brogna, I think his name is, and he's hmm. going to fit in defensively with what they like to do. Cause you know, their defense is big in Boston and he, uh, you know, he's not a slouch on offensive end. So I think it takes a little pressure off Brown and Tatum guy to come in, you plug in, he can play. He's been around for, he's young, but he's not old or he's, you know, he's not like old, but he's not young. He's, you know, he's been in the league for a little bit. I think that's a big signing. Um, I think the team that will do the best is a team that says no to giving up too much for like a Kyrie or, you know, I think the the Lakers should dump Westbrook. Uh, You know, if they could, if the Lakers could get Kyrie and get Westbrook off the books, the Lakers win free agency. That's if that happens. I think whatever team gets Kevin Durant, as long as they don't give up. Everything, the whole, team. the whole team, and the whole next ten years of of uh, draft picks, I think that team wins. But it, it's going to be hard because Kevin Durant is a top three player in the league. Some would say he's top two, so maybe even one. He's top mm. three though. You ask anybody in the league, he's probably top three, right? And that's that. That's a big deal. So. Whoever lands him, and I saw today the Nets their their main priority is to get rid of Durant before Kyrie. I don't know if I misread that, but that's what I saw today. Like yeah. they, they would, you know, and that's a little surprising to me. But I think KD is just so unhappy, and uh, it's.
0: I wonder if that's just a way. Of, you know, these are a lot of like tactics. A lot of these GMs mm-hmm. are doing. Like actually, it would be easier to move Kyrie. It's one year. Yeah, and like I said, go. But I think. Nets want more than just giving up rest book because you put rest book on the Nets. They're not, I don't think a playoff team. I think that's it. Like, you know, so you're going to have Ben Simmons and re- what are they going to do? Other they than make me upset? No
1: shot. You got two guys, two out of your starting five can't shoot the Like can't, baseball. like shoot. Like, like literally they can't <laughs> shoot. Like Ben Simmons, you can see, I see him in like runs at Rico Hines and stuff. And Ben Simmons is balling out. He's shooting. But that's at a gym versus like, guys that maybe played in the college like nobody and they're not playing defense you yeah. step into the nba under the lights ben simmons doesn't shoot he can't shoot the ball ben so ben
0: simmons is still a better player right now than west but like ben could still score as long as he's you know I don't, you think ben simmons is, is better than I, don't,
1: I i think russell russell westbrook right now is a better basketball player than ben simmons really that's my, that's my opinion yes
0: I think course, Russell because Westbrook because like, well, I feel like Ben Simmons is a better defender, he's younger, faster sure. at this point. Look at the numbers, though, um, and, he, and he, he, has good, he has better basketball decisions like he can't shoot, but he can pass. I don't know, can Westbrook pass? He averaged a
1: triple double, Hannibal. He could pass. Yeah,
0: stat, Pat, your stats don't mean you. Uh,
1: I don't know. It's up Westbrook. Hey, that's my dude.
0: <laughs> that's your guy. Yeah, no, he's not. he's
1: not my guy. Um, Hold on. Let me clarify, it's not my guy, but I do like Westbrook for different reasons. I think he went to uh, the Lakers, and I, I think he's, he's so used to, so many years after Kevin Durant left OKC, Westbrook was the man at OKC. They loved him there. They yeah. loved, and he did, I mean, he he won an MVP. He, he averaged a triple, he has a triple-double that hadn't been done since Oscar Robinson. And then the next year, he followed it up and did the same thing. So the guy can ball, and he has an, a crazy athleticism. He You know, he plays hard, uh, you know, it, yeah, he makes bonehead decisions, but I think sometimes that's just his athleticism thinking he can overcome it. Mm-hmm. And when you play as fast as he does, you're gonna that's gonna happen in a game of basketball because he's real reckless sometimes. And you take the good with the bad. But I think he's a better basketball player than Ben Simmons. Absolutely, I think. I think. So. Interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I I I'm basically judging him. At the other stops that he's been in, so when he said he was, he was, he played in Houston. He bounced around. A little, but I think he was in Houston at one point.
1: Yeah, he went to Houston. You know, Houston,
0: and then the, he then the, the Wizards, looked, and then the, the Wizards, and I guess a little bit of also, he just seemed to say, "Hey, man, I, yeah, I'm really not shooting well." Like he, he just keeps throwing those bricks, man. Um, yeah. So I feel like his mentality is, "I'm still the guy that won all, you know, the MVP." Like you're not, like Harden. I think maybe. Harden at least the back of his head th- realized I'm not the guy in Houston anymore. Let me take less money. Let's try to get some more help because I can't yeah. do it with me and just you know Joel needs more help. Yeah. So I just feel like more self awareness for Westbrook is the reason why I probably so anti Westbrook. And I know mm-hmm. eventually he's probably going to be a Brooklyn net. I'm sure they're going to figure this out. And we got to deal with
1: oh, it's gonna, dude. It's you're going to have Westbrook, uh, Ben Simmons, and uh, I guess some other young guys because there's going to be multiple. You know, when these trades happen with Durant and Irving, it's going to be multiple teams involved. It's not going to be like one for one. It's going to be like a third or fourth team. Even I've seen a lot of scenarios. You know, you go on social media platforms, YouTube, you go on like TikTok or whatever podcast. You see all these crazy things. I mean, I saw a trade scenario where Anthony Davis and Westbrook go to the Nets. There's a third team involved. There's some draft picks. And then you get Kyrie and Kevin Durant with LeBron James on the lane. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Like, come on. Man. That's. Yeah.
0: You could do like a trade calculator. Like, this had someone online. Like, yes. okay, you. Could, yeah. How would this work? But I I can't keep up. You shift you know, the salaries news,
1: and all that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. One good news for the Nets that we re signed Patty, Patty Mills. So, you know, you can keep talking to uh, Ben Simmons because they're both from <laughs> Australia. and I like that. You know, I, like I like it. He's a solid, he's a solid player. Solid uh, solid player. Friend. You know, love But he's him not a he starting,
1: you know, he can start for you, but he's not a guy that's gonna like he's a he's a complimentary piece. He's not a main piece, right? Yeah. He Paddy Mills is a fourth guy. You know, he's not even a big three. He's a fourth great guy. If he comes off the bench, he's fantastic, some great years with the Spurs, but he's not the guy that's gonna Winning a championship with one other dude—that's not gonna no,
0: happen. No, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah, right now the Brooklyn Nets has we have Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and yeah. whoever else is gonna show. I am sure if they're gonna do some weird move, Seth Curry, and, and it's kind of Seth is actually a pretty decent player. Oh, he's he he bouncing around pretty, like everything, well. but yeah, pretty yeah. solid player. So we'll see. There is, I mean, you know, there is a lot of stuff we move around. Actually, let me, let me look real quick. I, let me see if there is anything else. I know there's some some contract uh, you know signings is supposed to go through, um, restricted free agent DeAndre Ayton. He's still out there. Who knows where he's going to go? Are they going to sign him? Jalen Brunson,
1: he went to the Knicks. Yeah,
0: 104 million dollars.
1: That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> the money. Is it's a TV contract? It's the though. going
0: rate it's for a starting point guard. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so, but in our heads, we're, I think we still having this we're in the '90s mentality, like. Only Kevin Garnett gets a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah. Why? Because he was damn near one. You know, next to Tim Duncan, the next you know, the best power forward. Like, okay, yeah, and he's nineteen or something. Yeah, give yeah. him hundred million. That makes. Yeah. But now, everyone's getting a hundred million. I can't. Even, I can't tell who.
1: It's I, tough. You know. I mean, it's it's weird because like you think about. I think about it, and it, I don't think this happens often with the big guys. But we, I can remember a few names. You think of you mentioned Bill Belichick. So I, when Tom Brady was with the. Patriots he would take he would restructure his deals almost every other year to bring in a free agency and you know he was getting paid less than market value right he was even when he was winning Super Bowls and they were really good he was getting he was never he's never been the highest paid quarterback right you know but he was legitimately maybe the top guy for a while winning Super Bowls but he would restructure his deal to like make sure Rob Gronkowski got signed or bring in Randy Moss right but in basketball I feel like you don't see it as much, right? But, I, you know, Tim Duncan, you saw that with him with the Spurs, you know. You didn't hear about the Spurs paying – I mean, he made great money, but it wasn't like Kevin Garnett money because he understood, okay, why why, we want to sign – keep Tony Parker and Manu Ginobili, Robert Horry. We need to bring in a guy maybe, right? You know, David Robinson, you know, make sure he gets some money when Tim Duncan was younger. But, like, in basketball, I feel like it's just – there's so much money and everybody wants it. And not enough guys are saying, taking what I call like the Tom Brady or Tim Duncan approach. Okay, hold up. All right. You got how much to spend? We got 200 million or whatever it is as a team. All right. Well, if you give me too much of that, that's great for me, but you're not gonna be able to pay anybody else. And if you do pay somebody, it might only be on a one year deal. So then that's all the pressure of us winning it on that one year. It's hard to do.
0: So, yeah, I think, and it goes back to the, the loyalty thing. Cause if you are loyal, and you really trust the ownership, and you, and you think the ownership is is really out to help you and help the team. I can see working together in that business mentality of, like we, you know, Tim Duncan done for many years of restructuring deal to, to get more players, and then you see the results of getting quality players. So the trust yeah. is there, but I think in most scenarios, a player is a basically a, I would don't call it an independent contractor, but. I don't, even a mercenary a business person like I, I gotta make as much money as possible in yeah. each stop and should i care about the other person yeah we're in the team but in terms of making as much money like you said generational wealth like Damian yeah. letter has enough money for several several generations yep you kind of like you know basketball you're only here until you what in your mid-30s and if you're, you're out luck,
1: if you're lucky yeah most guys aren't playing into their like LeBron playing 18, 19 years. That's yeah, not normal. He's a, he's a, mon-
0: he's a yeah, robot. it's different. I mean, um, he spends a
1: million or $2 a year on his body, the nutritionist and weight. You know, That's not normal, right? No. But you know, it, I, I think... So let me ask you a question. Would you, You're in the NBA, right? And uh, you're 30 years old. So you're maybe in the middle of your career, but maybe at the end, you got five, maybe you got four or five good years left, Hannibal, that you can play at a good level. But you're 30 mm-hmm. You signed one good contract already. Right. And now you're going into your second contract, or second or third, let's say. You're on a team that, you know, makes the playoffs, but you're not like a front runner. Right. You got a couple pieces around you. You know, you got been the playoffs. You haven't won a chip yet. And and you're eligible to get a 200 million dollar contract for four years, five years. So you, you figure, OK, after this contract, I'm probably not getting another big one. This is my last big payday. Right. 200, 200 mil. Do you take that 200 mil for four or five years or do you take 150 million and with that for the same amount of time? So 50 million dollars less. But with that 50 million, they could sign another guy that would really, you know, expedite the process of you maybe winning a championship. What would you do in that situation?
0: I mean, right now, me being like, you know, like 30, 30 years old. I'm probably taking all that money. He <laughs> like, "I think that the problem, not the problem, when you're young and you got your entire family to take care of. Everyone's looking up to you. Your dumbass relatives asking you for money to invest in uh, these uh, stupid restaurants that are probably not going to work, or their rapping <laughs> career. You're trying to figure like, okay, how? And then also, if you're good with your money, like if 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 my mentality now." Into that thirty-year-old person, I would take mm-hmm. less money because I know if I win championships, that that there's, there's other value in that. Oh, being, big, being a champion, it's other opportunities open up when you're an NBA champion. You can do whatever you want. But with the with these young cats out here, the way they spend their money, I mean, you see how John Morant is. You know, he's at the summer, He has the summer league games. You know, icy jewels all out. Probably five figures on his wrist, five figures around his neck probably the cars you see the cars they drive you see duran and the probably three hundred thousand dollar vehicle mm-hmm. you're you're spending a lot of money you're spending a whole lot of money and that's why a lot of them go broke after a few after a few years you're spending too much money so your your idea is going to take the max max deal not mm-hmm. necessarily thinking about the winning so mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. In my 30-year-old brain, like I, I was still felt like I was in my 20s. Like I still like a child in 30 years old. So
1: so you you're saying you'd take the 200 million versus
0: the probably one. It, like I'm being honest with myself. At that age, where every first of all, everyone's gonna tell you to take it, your family's gonna tell you to take it, your age is gonna tell you to take it. Like, you know, also same thing with uh baseball. You're supposed to take the biggest contracts because it helps everybody else out. So mm-hmm. even Good your point. players, your unions, and your people are like. Just what? Uh, that's why everyone's mad with the um, NFL deal with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it was like, why the hell did Cleveland Browns give that guy guaranteed money? So yeah. now everyone else is waiting. Le- uh, Lamar Jackson is like, you, "Listen, I ain't <laughs> touched nobody. I've been waiting. You better give me." C-. So all these yeah. other cor- like, yeah. so these owners hate the Cleveland Browns because like you just open up a Pandora's box of giving guaranteed money. There's, there's the a trickle.
1: Of, there's a trickle effect. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So there's
0: a lot of responsibility of taking the most money because it helps everyone else out because now they can reference so-and-so got this much money so sets you better- the market
1: the big guys set the market pace yeah especially in football because you know it's it, it's especially there i think but okay, okay. that's interesting
0: would you turn Good. down 50 million dollars like yeah 150 you got
1: $150? honestly i think it, it's it's tough to say you turn down 50 million but i want to i want to challenge you in one regard I still got 150 million. <laughs> so anything I can buy with 150, I can get with 200, right? Like th- literally any any car I want, any house. So that 50 million, that's a lot of money, but it's not. It might set up an extra generation here or there, but if I'm good with my money and I got good business people around me, and if I look like okay, you know what? I we need to get some pieces. I want to win a championship or two. That's you know because that sets me up for more money opportunities even down the line. It just, you know, opens up maybe a door or two plus you're a champion like that's for some guys that might get them in or out of the Hall of Fame. That's a whole nother thing. So I don't know. I guess, it. you know, are you talking
0: when you're talking in terms of your your mindset now or when you were 30? What would you do when you were 30?
1: Oh, I want the whole bag. I want. I want. <laughs> exactly. I want. I want the whole bag.
0: I want your bag. Because uh, Eagle, uh, too yeah. is like, yo, I sign. I, I, g- I got paid because you know it's a fraternity, right? Sure. So you you, you want to be the high paid dude? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, no, I got, I got, I got, I got more money than you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know how they super, super competitive. So it's just so many elements. You just wish that if you had, a, if you knew a young, exp- you know, basketball player, yeah, and you would talk to him like, don't. That is not worth it. You yeah. know, you regret that 10 years when you could have done something special and you only had the money and you blow. don't blow your money now. You know, like I, it, oh, I love my Sean Lynch. He didn't spend not one game check. All he spent yeah. was his uh, his endorsement money. Endorsement he, has, deals, he still yeah. got his money.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: yeah. What yeah. mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think it also depends on. Um, I, I think how good are you, you know, because to me, that you know, we're talking about like ego and like I'm the highest paid guy. But to me, in professional sports, the ultimate flex, there's a couple guys, and it's only a couple, so, you know, it's 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 very rare, right? So the, I think you have to be also self-aware, like, okay, where do I stand? How good am I? How good is this team? Who else do we have? How's my yeah. ownership group? How important is it to me to win a chip? Because to me, the ultimate flex is somebody like LeBron, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's got seven Super Bowls. He went to a, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, And won a Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? (laughs) So I think there are certain guys, and he brought a lot of free agents with him, right? And LeBron, you know, he's basically a GM, right? Like he he can bring and pick pieces, and you know, he won a Westbrook. He he won a Westbrook, didn't work, you know. He brought Dwayne Wade to the Cavaliers, Jr. Smith, Carmelo Anthony to the Lakers. Like he's going to take care of his boys and see who he wants around him, like. And it's most, I think, it's done pretty good for him. He's won four championships, he went to eight championships in a row. Like in this salary cap era, you got to tip your cap to that. He went to eight championships in a row. So to me, the ultimate flex is like winning and getting money because most of these guys, LeBron James makes more off the basketball court than he does on it. Definitely. Michael Jordan made more off it than on it. So when you win, it opens up those endorsements, man. And it opens up doors to, to get bigger bags, right? So I think it's, you know, it's one thing to get that, 200 million on the court that's fantastic but even look at somebody like draymond green he wants to be a billionaire he's openly said it you know and he's not somebody that's getting max deals but draymond will probably make i'm going to call it out right now he'll probably make the same if not more off the court with some podcast deals his 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 investments so i think it you know looking at money like i think a lot of these guys that are smart are going to make more off the court and uh that's you know, so I might take less. You know, from thirty, I'm taking two hundred million. But like, if I'm forty years old, like I am now, it's like I want to take less so I can win, so I can do other things.
0: You and, d- you're delaying you know. gravity, patient. You, you you're thinking ahead. Sure. And but also you gotta trust. You gotta trust your. You gotta trust your ownership. You gotta trust the GM. So like, if you ha- if you really trust them, that they're gonna bring the right pieces, because I think that's what Tim Duncan had. He had a Hall of Fame coach and a great. Yeah gm i think his name uh rc buford i think i forgot buford. The, name GM. the
1: buford family or something yeah
0: so he trusted them wholeheartedly like i'll take this less money because i know they're gonna they're gonna take care of me yeah whether if you new york knicks hey can you take less money so we can f- build a team hell no you guys are idiots i won't t-
1: yeah <laughs> well, new and the, york spurs, the spurs drafted extremely well you know so you, you just have they had like a it's a whole nother vibe. If I'm in the
0: Spurs, know? I yeah, i like, yeah, they got this. Yeah, yeah they, they yeah. know they'll find they'll find some guy from I don't know, Savia or something uh, like that. Some,
1: Tony Parker from France. From France, comes from France to play
0: basketball. Yeah, Ginobili. Like, you know, from Argentina. He, yeah. He finds his way to a basket. He can get a bucket. You're like, how did he even do that? Was he traveling? <laughs> I don't know how you're
1: real set, baby. Yeah. It's, the,
0: it's the it's the it's the it's the basically the trust in everything that I'm making the yeah. best decision. So yeah. no, no hate for, no hate for uh, Damian Litter. I, you know, he's still a great player. Um, Bradley Bill, great player. Hopefully I, we'll see how the, the Wizards are do, doing. God, I forgot. They had Kyle Kuzma. I like Kyle Kuzma. He right. blew up that Lakers team. to Yeah. Get, you know, AD, yeah. But I know. Right. It makes sense. They got their ring. Um, do you want to, talk, <laughs> do you want to talk about your boy, John Morant right now?
1: It's uh, <laughs> a good segue. <laughs> you mentioned him earlier. Um, so give give the people a little bit of what's going on, man. You, you you can you could convey that of what's going on better than I can, and then I'll, I'll jump in and give my extremely uh, I'll, I'll rant about it. But I want I want to let you give the people the nice little like segue. Okay.
0: So yeah, let me let me set up. So John Morant was I mean I would say for the playoffs, a lot of his personality is really starting to show. He always had it very confident. Dancing, he'll dance on the court, but he's backing it up. I mean, he was a second overall pick, um, and a really good draft class. I, I wish Knicks had him. We had we were third. You took and, bear. and I, I like RJ. You took, you, t- you took Bear, right? Okay, Bear's actually Barrett last year finally to a point of like, oh, he's actually. I don't know if he'll ever be another the number one or anything, but no, I think he's an all-star kind of player. Like he, he's, he's a good player. Do he's a little not, he he's not John, John Morant, though. No, he's not. not. I mean, Zion, John Morant, uh, RJ Barrett, all good players. But uh Zion, if he's healthy, and, and John Morant, I think he's probably the better of all three, just because oh, Zion right. is okay. too big. I don't think he'll stay healthy. So he's like next level player, very confident guy. And he had a he had an interview. Uh, taught on Bleach Report with uh Taylor Works. Wook- I think I pronounced mm-hmm. her name right. Mm-hmm. Fine woman, fine. Woman.
1: I, yeah, some people uh, are saying that they got like a little thing going
0: on or something. Like, you know, like there's some chemistry. He could have been bragging. Um, I mean, we'll go with what he said. He could have yeah. been flexing on it, like, listen, I could do that. You know, but uh, great personality, great uh, interviews. Um, actually, I'll, pu- I'll probably put the whole interview, the link in the description is on YouTube. Uh, really nice interview. Yeah. I, and he the, the the start of the talk, and we're actually going to show it. It's about I don't say about a minute and change. So I don't know right. if you want you want to watch that first before let's, you Let's go watch
1: in. it, and then I'll uh,
0: yeah, let's watch it. Yeah, so let's set the background. Uh, they talk about the last All Star game when they did the you know NBA top seventy five players, and she asks him, "Did you talk to MJ?" And that's kind of starts because you know John Morant was an All Star player. Uh, and he was looking at the other All Stars and some that actually was able to be on the um, NBA 75 team, and it just that's that's how the the conversation starts. So let's mm-hmm. let's jump right in real quick, and then we'll have Pedro responds right
2: after. What did Michael Jordan say to you? Did you meet him? Uh, I I actually didn't see him. Oh no! yeah like he was walking, but he was having a conversation, um, and I was actually going back to. Uh, the locker room well I was actually coming out of the locker room when I seen him and it was you gotta go warm up the game about to start back so I didn't want to interrupt his conversation and I had to you know do my job so it was it was kind of tough okay so but if you could have talked to Michael Jordan in that moment what would you have said thank you I feel like it's I feel like he you know the reason a lot of people you know want to play the game of basketball um, to even you know be there with him is, you know, something I didn't see myself doing, you know, as a kid, but having that opportunity uh, to be there and, you know, talk to him, introduce myself, and, you know, just have that conversation with him. Um, I don't know what I would have said, but... Yeah. Yeah. I wish I played in his generation, though. Yeah. You wish you would have played in his generation? Yeah. Why? I heard he was like, like, just how he, you know, go about the game, you know, just that mindset he had. hmm uh, I would like to, you know, play against him, so. Yeah. You know, yeah, this time you're not saying, I would've cooked I a... I would've cooked him, too. <laughs> you would've cooked Michael Jordan? Man, I, Nobody got more confidence than 12. <laughs> <laughs> no. that's what you're supposed to say. I get it. As you should. Yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna go and say nobody gonna beat me in one-on-one or anything. Yeah. I don't care what it is, what sport it is, soccer. Who the best player in soccer? Come on, we can play. <laughs> All right.
0: So <laughs> I'll say two things before you jump in. Okay. First okay. of all, if a woman like Taylor Rooks is smiling at me, I probably say all types of ridiculous stuff. I'm like, listen, fact, I can do, fact. I can, yeah, I can fight, I, I can fight Brock Lesnar, yeah, I can beat him <laughs> up too, two like, yeah. yeah, whatever you want, you want to hang out, like,
1: yeah, that's a fine, that's a fine, very fine woman, very and 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 and, and articulate and smart and super I, sweet, and she's smiling in
0: his face, so he's yeah, like, man. yeah, man, I can yeah. Him too, yeah,
1: I could <laughs> tell his whole, he's lean, he's, yeah, I mean Taylor Rooks is like, could you like walk on water? I might be like. You got some water around here? Yeah, I'll water out. Water.
0: <laughs> And the next thing, he is 22 years old. Yeah, facts. Okay. So go ahead. <laughs> All
1: right. Listen, I like John Morant a lot. I like his game. I like his swag. I like guys dancing on the court. Doing Is it the gritty that the kids do? Yeah, yeah, it's it's really called? Gritty, yeah, I like it. I think it's good. It's entertainment. I think I love guys that are confident, especially in basketball. I think it, when you're playing that kind of game, and this kid is, He's basically, you know, he's taller than me by a couple inches, but he's a small dude. Like, John Moran, if he walks in around, like, if he walks in this house right now, I'm not intimidated by him, but the dude's got bunnies. He jumps out the gym. It's amazing. And when he puts guys on posters and he's dancing, that's a, I mean, that's a, I love it. I love it. hes He is must-watch NBA. Him and Steph Curry, him and Steph Curry, like, one or two interchangeable, like, you want to watch, like, entertainment, that's it. Uh, he reminds me of Allen Iverson a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got the Allen Iverson swag, you know. <sighs> but John Morant, listen, you're 22. You got this money, you know. I saw things big, this check, big, big check. checks. big checks. Yeah. Big. He just signed. I think before that interview, he, he had just it, yeah. signed. I mean, I love it. I like his dad. His, it, I like it. his dad. His dad's at the game. Like I love. I like the Morant family. Yeah. So I need to say that first because I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to dog this. You know, young man, right? I'm old enough to be his dad, basically, right? Mm-hmm listen nobody is cooking Michael Jordan one-on-one <laughs> so it's it's almost funny that he said it I think it's cool he's paying how it's all I love to play versus MJ that era that competitive you know like because he's that guy he wants to convey that I get it Memphis is upcoming team yeah. he's the leader of that team you gotta I get what he's doing but you can't it, it, okay if he would have said like yeah I'll cook LeBron or a current player, you know, or something, you know, I can cook Westbrook or these, you know, I'm, he, He. I think these young generation, a lot of these guys like looked up to Kobe or LeBron first, because these right. guys are young. He does, John Moran, he wasn't, he wasn't playing basketball. He wasn't, Michael Jordan's not a thing. He's looking no. at highlights. Michael Jordan for, for, I think it was, hold up seven consecutive years uh, led the league in scoring. He took a hiatus, then came back, led the league again. So he had 10 or 11 scoring tiles. But what people don't remember, because he's talking about playing one-on-one, John Morant's like, I'll beat anybody one-on-one. Michael Jordan was 10 or 11 team, all NBA first team, defensive. Okay, John Morant's a smaller guy than Jordan. So he's not cooking MJ. MJ, MJ was a defensive guy. Yeah. John Morant can dunk over guys. But John Moran, some dude that's got a great jump shot, you know, he's not going to like, you know, he might cross him up here and there, but he's not cooking at Michael Jordan. So at some point you got to understand the goat is the goat and that is Michael Jordan. You got to give a little respect, you know, but I get this young generations like they, you know, they want to the swag is on high level. It's the same with the rap guys, you know. Like you gotta convey that swag. If you make a rap song, you gotta be like, I'm the guy, I'm the goat, I'm the best. Nobody's got. I got all the girls, I got the money, I got the bling. It's part of the culture. But listen, John Morant, I don't think he might. If they play the ten and Jordan gets the ball first, John Morant's not touching the ball.
0: Yeah, I was gonna ask you that. Do you think John Morant will even score a point on MJ?
1: If 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 John Morant got the ball first, yeah, absolutely, he can get a bucket on him, like no problem. But. John Morant's not built like Michael Jordan either, so I think, and he's not built like Kobe Bryant. Like this. Also, guy I have another is, question, real quick: no. Do you
0: think he would win a one-on-one with Kobe?
1: Hell no! No <laughs> way. There's no way he wouldn't win a one-on-one versus LeBron. Versus, uh, I don't think. I I think we got to go down KD. a couple levels. KD, Maybe no. he wouldn't. Mm. He wouldn't beat Kyrie Irving one-on-one. Kyrie Irving has crazy more handles. Yeah. Kyrie Irving's a little bigger, like. So I think he's he's overreaching a little bit, but. When you just signed $200 million deal. You're the, you're the man. You're the man. You walk into an interview. Dude's got a plain white t-shirt. He's got the tats hanging out. He's feeling himself. I get it. Mm-hmm. No hate. All respect. But calm down a little bit. Uh, you're in a room with a, a beautiful young lady. There's obviously chemistry there. I get it. You're trying to get a date. You're trying to. <laughs> but, but slow down, John Moran. Just slow down a little bit. John Moran is Allen Iverson. I think there's a lot of comparables. Alan Iverson's a Hall of Famer, but John Moran has not been in this league that long. He's got to pump the brakes a little bit. So.
0: Some of the criticism, well, not criticism, some of the, I guess the idea of like, well, you know, I, Iverson did cross up MJ a few times, so he may have a problem with a faster guard, like speed, speedy guards. Okay. So like that, that could be possible, but that's the difference between a one-on-one and a team sport. Team sport yeah, John Moran could probably have a good game in a team. I mean, a lot of things are happening. Yeah. But one on one is a whole different level. It's, it's, it's a different game, basically.
1: It's, it's a whole it's a whole nother it's a whole, it's a whole different game because you can't use all your tools in your toolbox. You know, you yeah. can't when you you can't one one, you're one be- on one, you're not passing to anybody, yeah. you're not rebounding. Like Michael Jordan, I mean, he listen, John Moran's not gonna dunk on Michael Jordan like that because there's no, not no, no. the space isn't floored on a one on one. It's just different. So yeah, he's uh uh, he needs to. And the thing about out.
0: MJ, he lived for one on one, especially oh, if you God. talk sh- stuff. Oh, curse about it. Sorry, you talk shit. Talking, about I could beat you. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a story. I forgot this player. He wasn't. He never really amounted to anything. I mean, obviously, NBA player, but OJ Mayo. He, That's but it was. One, I think it was. It was someone that was either on the team, uh, the Charlotte Hornets, and he was talking about how he could beat him. And this is when MJ was already retired. Oh, okay. And MJ said, like, okay. And beat him one on one,
1: yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, Michael Jordan, okay. Obviously, what is Michael? Mike's got to be pushing 60. At let, me, let me look, look up it right up. Now. Let what is he? Right
0: now. 58, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely up there. Um, 55 at 50, least, uh, 59.
1: 50. Okay, so he's pushing 60. Right now, Michael Jordan could get a bucket or two on John Morant right now. Right now, a
0: bucket or two, a bucket bucket or
1: two, two. right now. So, you tell me John uh, Michael Jordan at 22 was that guy. Gold chains, dunk contest. I mean, Michael Jordan would put it on John Moran if they're equal age. There's no way
0: because you know, Michael Jordan's level of competitiveness to a point where people don't think he's a nice guy, like, he's not a nice guy, he's actually a little bit of a weirdo because he's so competitive. Yeah, like he didn't let his mm-hmm. kids win games, like little games when they played. I, was, I right. saw an interview about that. Like, the competitiveness is kind of like he could have done this, which is great being an NBA All of Famer, greatest player ever, yeah. lived, or like a dictator yeah. somewhere. <laughs> like, his level yeah. of intensity. And, I, yeah. and to be honest, I think MJ probably liked that out of John Morant. Yeah, I
1: don't, he, I don't hate it. I don't hate it out yeah. of John Morant. I don't hate it at all. I think you got to have that competitive, you got to, you got to. Walk that walk, especially when you're the leader of your team and you're up and coming, you're young. But, like, he, I think he did it for effect. He's being interviewed by Taylor. I think if you're interviewing him, Hannibal, he ain't saying that. Like, you and know, Taylor
0: kind of set him up, not set him up, but she's like, a well, bit. It, during the, the, I guess I forgot to say, it's during the previous interviews, he was like, I'm going to cook this, I'm going to cook that, you know, talking about other yeah. situations, other players. So she kind of said, but you wouldn't cook him. Like, she kind of like, but you're yeah. not going to say you're going to cook MJ. He's like, I'll cook him too. It's like, he didn't just come out his, so that's like, the reason why yeah. I put the whole kind of clip there because I think a lot of people just assume he just started saying yeah I could be MJ on his then. own like he
1: said it on his own like yeah, yeah it was I, it, yeah
0: context is important um, yeah. but I think I think MJ would look at that like cool yeah you yeah I think MJ and he loved Kobe had the same kind of like I could be anyone and MJ first thought it was annoying like what are you talking about you can, yeah like, but then eventually you were like oh no this kid is for real
1: see I I, I think you're right and I think that when you're at that level of competitiveness and you're that good, there is a mutual respect. Like, okay, we're going to go back and forth, but John Moran ain't coping. He's not there yet. He's I yet. And, I, and I don't know. I don't know if he old. will. I, I don't think, I think, I think what we love about John Moran, I think what we need, I think we need to pump the brakes a little. Now, obviously he's NBA. Like he's, he's, he's a big deal, yeah. but I think there's some of the mystique with him is the swag that he carries, the dancing Kids like that, you know, like it's a thing, right? His image, his look. He's got all that. He looks like a rapper, right? yeah His his dunking, the way he dunks on guys. He puts guys on posters and he's a small dude. Yeah. He's fearless. You know, like I love that. But he ain't he his game. I mean, I just I don't know. I, I think he's very flashy, but you know, he's not a guy.
0: He's I don't
1: I'm at know. six
0: three. Uh his height, six three. Um, skinny dude yeah it's not yeah i think like you said he's at, he's 101, iverson. you know yeah one-on-one you know lebron what what, what, what jordan what 66 six?
1: Six, six. I, I didn't even think morant was that tall so i didn't even think he had him at six three but i, yeah. I don't i just don't you know how you know, nba listed heights it could be so he's probably six
0: one or something it could yeah. be six two you know you know yeah. like how, how tall iverson was really you know like yeah i like the i like the confidence i wish i had him I mean again I like I like RJ Barrett. I think hopefully, hopefully they re-sign him. This is how embarrassing the next are. I know we're gonna talk about the next, but this is how embarrassing. <laughs> you know the last time they actually signed their rookie, who it was?
1: Like what do you mean sign a rookie resign, after the, after re-sign, the rookie? Like deal. After,
0: after they got their rookie they re-sign.
1: Give me a minute. Uh has it been a while? Let's give me that. Has it been a, a long while? time. Long Patrick Ewing?
0: Oh, not that long.
1: Oh, okay. Uh rookie deal.
0: Another decade oh, over though. <laughs>
1: Man, rookie. You may
0: never know who this player program? is because it's kind of like a local guy.
1: I'm sure I know the guy, but uh, Eddie, now who who who, who, was who was it? there was a player called <laughs> Charlie Ward? I know Charlie Ward. He played bad. He played a football at a Florida State. He had, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, quarterback. Too. Heisman. Yeah.
0: That's the last time they. Re- after the rookie deal ended, they re-signed their rookie. That's how long That's ago it was.
1: That's a shame, man. That, that so tells you everything about your ownership group and the management skills. Exactly.
0: so again, drafting. You 30 years old and you're about to get your last bag, your last big check, and then James Dolan wallow his dumb ass to you and say, <laughs> oh, you just take a take a little bit of a break, you know, take you know, 10, 15 million, 50 million cuts so we can sign some better plays. Like, yeah, go F yourself, Dolan. Like, yeah. You're lucky I'm still here. <laughs> Taxes are out the roof. The crime is high. You want me to take – to do what? Yeah. To go back – you know, like go yeah. back-to-back eighth seeds yeah. <laughs> in the playoffs? Yeah. So, it, yeah, it's it's a different thing. But we'll see this season. I, he's one of like, – like you said, one of my favorite players to check out.
1: I like him. I think he's he's got a really good – I love him at Duke. I don't know how him and Zion didn't win that. NCAA like that was wild but um, because they play together I do Um, but I I like his game a lot I I do I think he's gotten better Um, the Knicks you know a couple years ago Randall had a great year like you know Barrett and then they kind of took a step back this year which was kind of odd to me but we'll see
0: (sighs) we'll see I I know we only have a few minutes left we got one more story to jump into (laughs) but I tell you I got a lot to say about Randall yeah the guy only can go left I'll just say like, he only not go left. That's it. Just don't go left. He can't do anything.
1: Anyway. And I think, I think the, I think the NBA that year, the guys that were guarding him were like, Whoa, what's going on? You know, he worked out a lot, but then they caught up to him and he's, he came back down to earth a little bit.
0: Yeah. So, just, he yeah. can't go right. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, we, you know, you know, This podcast is mainly about uh, hip-hop, but, you know, this is more of a, you know, there's a lot of things happening in the NBA free agency. Yeah. And we're still going to figure out what KD and Kyrie are going to go. So we're going to go shift it back and end it with hip-hop. And also, we're going to be bringing it back to Cardi B. So, Mm. actually, you want to talk about the uh, Britney Grinder thing or? Let's, uh, you know. That's that's a long conversation too. That's a long conversation, man. Uh
1: I, I I think the Brittany Griner we need to talk about on a separate like that's that's okay. a lot. I think it's a lot. I think it that can go into a lot of facets. So let's give that
0: to I, the Maybe something deserves. else. Yeah, maybe some more updates come out. Yes. Wait, uh, that'll, that'll be one of the things we'll talk about in next yeah, episode. I Again, so. I wanna, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to go speed that through cuz it's a very complex issue with a lot of Back and forth So yeah We'll, 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 we'll Tail at it for next Next uh, episode So this is a little Cardi B thing Because it's more of a We have to You know Do some house, house uh, Cleaning house, Housekeeping <laughs> So uh, If you checked out Our last uh, One of our episodes Where we broke down The Rolling Stones Top 200 uh, Greatest rap albums Of all time And if you check out The episode We spend a, Quite a amount of time Talking about Cardi B uh, Debut album Invasion of Privacy And how Somehow somehow this album was basically ranked 16th of all 200 of the this is the greatest rap albums of all time not year whatever whatever yeah Pedro's showing it right now there you go we are and we all of we trashed her or anything we just we were very critical of rolling stones not necessarily yes. Cardi B.
1: rolling stones so it's more on rolling stone i think but
0: yeah and then um, I checked out the album when it first came. Out. I thought, yeah, solid debut album. Like she, she, she can rap. She yeah. can she can perform. Um, so and then I think the next episode uh, we talked about you listening to the album and I did. You, you provide your thoughts as well.
1: And I and I was surprised. And I thought it was a good album. I thought she came hard in the beginning. Great first track. She had a couple songs in there that I thought I didn't remember, but I then I remembered. I thought it was had some good club bangers. I thought it was a good album. Not good sixteen, album. not sixteen, but a really, really, really solid debut album. I thought she put a lot of emotion in it. Great, it's a good album, and, yeah. but it's not sixteen. So that was, you know, yeah. So,
0: so when the Rolling Stones decide to put Nas ilmatic 24 oh, lord, and then Cardi B sixteen, and I think she was ahead of Lil Wayne, the Cardo three, a lot of um, yeah. Doctor Dre, the Chronic. It didn't make any sense, and. Cardi B finally uh, responded to it. She was on a podcast uh, with, I think, Angela Lee. She does the Breakfast Club in New York City, you know, big uh, radio station show. So we're going to show a clip. It's about 45 seconds of her response to the Rolling Stone uh, list. Let's start right
2: now. You know, I understand that people feel a certain type of way, but don't try to disrespect me or exactly. my work or my album because your mother was your mother was listening to my <laughs> shit.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> your bitch was driving to you uh, mm-hmm. your bitch was driving,
2: listening to fucking be careful, or, or y- <laughs> y- all yeah, all yeah, bitches, all yeah, oh yeah, So it's like don't even try it. Like, of course, they're gonna use a bitch like me. Put it, put a number sixteen before Biggie because it's like it's gonna start a stir. Like, so you try to set me up. You got my ass dragged on a fucking Tuesday for no reason. I understand where y'all coming from, cause you know it could just be genuine. But at the end of the day, like, so. don't drag my shit. Don't <laughs> be dragging my shit. Don't don't fucking disrespect my craft. Like, right, fuck right. out of here.
0: She is so entertaining. <laughs> she is you know so what she is? I, she
1: is. I, I like some Cardi B. I like that she's herself. I mean, I give a lot of respect to her because she is who she is. Yeah. And she don't waver. So I, I like that.
0: Yeah. And I think even, even her having a self-awareness is like, y'all set me up. Like, why mm. y'all put me on it? It's like, I got dragged on a Tuesday for no reason. So everyone just yeah. hated on her. It's like, yo, don't. You don't have to disrespect my album. They did it. They put that there to set her up to, and that's why I think the list is officially trash. It's not worth. It is so bad. It's so bad. We'll talk about it because that was intentional to to Mm. bring people to. Well, you didn't have to do that. Just put it. Be honest as possible. You're not. You're disrespecting the hip hop game and and the people. Yeah. Good point. Of a lot of effort and time, like you. The idea that you put Illmatic 24 is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Mm-hmm.
1: You know what? I didn't think about that because, you know, I'm just not that bright. But obviously, it looks like the Rolling Stones, n- nobody, nobody cares about the Rolling Stones, okay? No. Especially, for, especially in the hip-hop community. We don't give a fuck. Like It don't matter. No. And what, what do they do? They got us to talk about them. They got, they got thousands and thousands and millions of people to talk about them, right? Thousands of people to do a podcast or YouTube and millions of people to watch it and have an opinion. So I'll give them a couple small little claps because they, they, they did their job. Yeah. But Cardi B made some points there and I think they're valid. And, uh, I don't think it's so, I don't think there's something wrong with us saying, hold up 16 and, and reacting, but when you make a list or you make any kind of content or whatever, you want people to react. So for me, I almost look at that list as like clickbait a little bit. You know, we use that term in Utah. Super clickbaity. And, you know, just poor Cardi B. I'll give her her respect. Cardi B, I apologize if I ever see you in the streets. (laughs) Nothing but love. You are looking good. I like what you're doing. But, and she knows she's not 16. I think she understood that. She understood it, but she knows it. But I guess
0: she's like, that's what she kept saying. She said, so you guys have set me up. Like, why would y'all put me on <laughs> yeah. that? that you yeah. like, giving me drag for no reason. Yeah. So the dragon is like, people say, well, the album is trash. Like, that album is not trash. It's not trash.
1: Not trash. The it's just not, not where trash. it
0: belongs to me. And then she got caught in a crossfire. So I, I respect her. Um, cat. She's always very candid about everything. She don't double. Like, some people just double down. Like, oh, I, yeah, my album deserved to be up there. Like, no, she realized. She's like, I can see y'all point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can yeah. See what y'all coming from. Because yeah. she's from New York, like she's from the same culture. Look at these, like I think she had it wrong. She said Biggie, but Biggie was actually number one. But she knows the other albums that, especially oh, New York, sure. City, New York. That you know your album didn't belong up there. She understood that. But yeah, Rolling Stones suck. Um, yeah, they, they got me once. Not gonna get me again. <laughs> not gonna get me again. I,
1: I almost me. feel like you know, if they were smart, they should do a, re- a revision to that. And make it even worse, just so people can be even more angry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like make a make a a top make a top. Oh, this is a revised. We're gonna revise our top twenty, and just put in like a couple trash albums in the top twenty, like like Jack Harlow or some shit. You know, Uh, (laughs) and then really get the people
0: talking. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, people burn the magazine. Oh, they
1: would. Yeah, yeah. It's not a
0: it's not a hip hop uh, publication. It's a rock. Um, they're they're rockless no one argues because the people who there actually listen to rock music. I don't know where they were listening right. to hip hop stuff. So right. they 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 left their element and that's just, I guess that's the way it goes. But yeah, um, right. on that note, we just hit an hour uh, pretty fast. That's what I was thinking. Like, that's oh man, it great. was other things to talk about. But next week is going to be a really heavy episode. Let's talk about, about
1: next week real quick. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Brittany Griner, we're going to talk about that. And I also have a theory on why men and women are not getting along anymore. I have a theory of why
1: we just... You going to be, you're going to crack that code? I mean, I'm damn. going to
0: crack the code. Oh, shit. Um, I don't know if you guys watch YouTube. Um, I don't know if you watch, you know, like the old, you know, Kevin Samuels passed away, but that kind of content and then also mm-hmm. women. And, and they always seem like everyone just arguing with each other. Everyone's mm-hmm. fighting. and Everyone's upset. And we're not getting along anymore. I mean, I think marriage rates are down. I think people are having less kids. It's a lot of things happening. And I think I figured out why and it is music related. Obviously that's why Mm. I talk about Mm -hmm. it, but we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Yeah, the a Brittany grind and stuff and we'll see what happens with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I'm sure nothing. You know what? I'm a, I'm a guess.
1: You're going to think something's going to happen in the next seven days.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: I think, I think so so too. I think something's
0: going to happen. They got a lot of the the, the, the GMs are there. Yeah. They want to move on from this. Kevin Durant is not communicating. Kyrie is not communicating with the team. Um, it's a lot going on. I think by next Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever, uh, someone will be moved, one of them at least. Yeah,
1: I, I I could see that. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week, y'all. So be ready. Talk a little Brittany Griner, like Hannibal said. Talk about the uh, men and women and why people aren't getting along. Hannibal cracked the coach. So I can't wait to hear what he's got to say. And you know what? You mentioned Kevin Samuel. Maybe we should give him a little time next week. I think you Ooh. know, we talk about what we think about him, the, his views. I think that could make for some good content. So let's all let's right. add, let's let's add the Kevin Samuels, RIP to Kevin Samuels. Yeah. Those who don't know he passed away about a month ago and uh maybe we can bring that up as well. So
0: Yeah, I think it's all interconnected. I mean, yeah. you know, I think it's happening. I think you know what last 2 years has been really hard for everybody, but I, I have an idea of how it can come back. How we can mm. bring the love back together. All right. So we're going to talk about that next week. Nice. It'll be kind of of crazy, but you know, we're going to have a great time. Thank you guys for taking the time to watch or listen to the podcast, like subscribe, do all that good stuff. Share it. You think we talking, it makes sense. You know, let everyone else know like, Hey, I listen to these two goofballs that they, they are kind of entertaining, you know, let someone else uh, check out the podcast in a YouTube channel. Yeah. And on that note, enjoy the rest of your week. See you guys next week. Deuces. Peace